0: we Rick Wallace dropping in on you. hope everybody is having a great start to the week. Look, I uh, hope that you enjoyed the weekend. Hope that those of you who celebrated Valentine's Day uh, enjoyed the time you spent with loved ones or however you celebrated or did not celebrate it. I hope that uh, you are in a good place, a good state of mind. You're focused and you're ready to go. Today, I want to talk to people who are struggling in one way or another with self-confidence uh, in, in in some area that is impeding you from experiencing life at the level that you believe you should be experiencing and so what I'm talking about is the person who knows there's something better the person who desires something better but for whatever reason you are not taking the necessary actions. Uh, not moving in the proper way or being in the proper place and position to experience life the way you desire to experience it. This isn't about living uh, a life of success as defined by someone else. This is about living life in a successful way as you define it. And um, for those of you uh, who are looking to make changes, those of you who or desire to do something different, please check the description box because there are a couple of links down there that you really want to take advantage of. Uh, one is the holistic transformation, uh, 30, the holistic 30 day transformation course with yours truly. Uh, that's four weeks with me. And I guarantee you won't be the same. Uh, check in with some of the people who have worked with me in the past, they normally check in throughout here. Uh, Anyway, let's talk. First of all, self-confidence is the result of the merging of activity and application and a commitment to being better, consistent commitment to being better and moving forward. Uh, You can't sit around thinking that you are going to all of a sudden have a level of confidence that moves you without consistently moving towards what it is you need to become. Remember, you don't get in this life what you want. You get who you are. So if it's something you want that you don't have, it's because you haven't become that yet. So then you must decide that I am going to become the person that is capable of doing X, Y, Z. And so every morning, the first thing you need to do is you need to wake up and you need to find a reason to be thankful. You need to find a reason to be grateful. And then in that, you must then uh, make a couple of declarations. The One declaration that I want you to make every morning is I am what I choose to become. Uh, I am what I choose to become. You are. Are literally, whether you know it or not, choosing the destiny that you will live out of this life by choosing how you engage every day? Are you pursuing a better version of yourself? Are you intentionally growing and learning and advancing yourself in a way that will ultimately produce the type of person that can live the life that you can be satisfied and fulfilled with? That's the question. So you must remind yourself every day that I am what I choose to become. What am I going to choose to do today? I can tell you right now that uh, while some don't want to admit it, the people who are really getting on in this world, the people who have done some phenomenal uh, things at the core of it, we are not extraordinary in the sense that there's something about us that's better than everybody else. That's not the case. What we do differently is we choose to wake up and make decisions that are extraordinary. We choose to move in a way that's different than what the average person is doing. And what that means is you don't get off. You don't get a pass. You don't get a pass. You don't get to sit up and say well i'm just not built like that no every last person watching this video has something exceptional inside of them there's something planted inside of you that the world needs you to tap into the world needs you to be a better version of yourself you're not just here for you you uh you're not just here to exist. You're not just here to survive. The world needs you to rise up and live out in the fullness of your design. You are not living life at the level of your design because you're choosing to move where everybody else is moving, but your uniqueness is where your greatness is hidden, but you're going to have to tap into it. Now, let me tell you something. A lot of you are balking because you're allowing discouragement to dictate how you move. And let me tell you something, discourage can be a very dangerous and toxic uh, reality. Discouragement has a way of creeping into your life secretly. And unnoticeably, until it's there, then it's got your mind, and it's got you thinking negatively. It's got you expecting the negative, expecting not to win, expecting to lose, and and, and not thinking or or, or or trying to advance yourself. Shoot, man, discouragement has the audacity to hide behind the smiles of people who are in your circle that say they love you. Check it you better check it. There are some people close to you that are a great source of your discouragement. You're going to have to find a way to be aware of the people in your circle and deal with them accordingly. Because if you're not careful, that smile that precedes the discouragement will have you softened up for it and vulnerable to it. And you will fall into that uh, uh, cavern of discouragement and and, and dismay and sadness, and you will never, ever rise to the full level of what you're capable of because you have allowed discouragement to be the driving force behind the decisions you make and how much energy and effort you put in. Let me tell you something else. You want to know the difference between the winners and losers in this world? It's real simple. Losers fall or fail and refuse to get up. Winners fall and fail and get up every time. Nobody gets through this life without failure. Nobody gets through this life without falling. It's about how many times you're willing to get up. I tell people all the time. At the end of your life, it's gonna the how your life is gonna be presented and how your life is gonna be perceived will be determined by one thing. Did you get up at least one more time than you failed? And that's it. If I fall, I'm gonna get up. Matter of fact, when I fall, I'm not even looking for what caused me to fall. I'm not even looking for what I'll figure all that out in a minute. The first thing I'm gonna do is get up. That's one thing as uh, a football player, you learned, and, and and I played offense, so I'm 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 constantly people's job uh, on the defense is to knock me down, and the one thing that I was taught as an early age, when you get knocked down, no matter how hard you is, immediately get back up. I don't care if they shook the crap out of you, you go right back up. Number one, it trains you to bounce back up no matter how hard you hit. Number two. It give it's a psychological advantage over the person. If a person delivers their best blow and knocks you down, and you bounce right back up like you weren't hit, they say, "Okay, it's going to be a long day." And that's how you got to take on life. You got to take on life like, "Hey, I took your best shot. I'm like, what's next? I'm up, and I'm going to keep getting up until I get where I'm going." I'm not going to give in. I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to fold. I'm not giving in to anything but receiving what I set out to get. I'm going to even get it or I'm going to die trying. But what I'm not going to do is fold. I'm telling you, that's the only difference. Another thing you're going to have to do is you're going to have to become comfortable with being uncomfortable. I tell people that all the time, they're like, what the hell? You know, isn't that an oxymoron uh, yeah, uh, in certain in ways? But what it is, it's a reality. Number one is there's literally a level where I'm actually comfortable being uncomfortable. In other words, I like the edge. If there's no edge, I start asking myself, am I pushing myself hard enough? Am I reaching far enough? Am I rising and lifting myself and aiming high enough? Because that should be a level of edginess and urgency that's constantly there that for the average person will be uncomfortable. For me, it has become a place of comfort. It's that edge. As a matter of fact, one of my favorite quotes, if not my favorite quote, is if the vision you have for your life isn't so huge that it intimidates you, there's a good chance it's um uh, there's a good chance it's uh wow, I am if <laughs> wow, wow, that's a good chance that it is. Not God is not satisfied with it. Just leave it I can't believe I just drew a blank like that. If the vision that you have for your life isn't so urgent that it's intimidating, there's a good chance that it is not satisfying God. And that is the way I move. So there has to be a level of, of urgency there, edginess that says, man, I'm really going for it. I'm really reaching for it. Something that wakes you up in the morning and lets you know, I can't lay here in this bed. I've got to get out. I've got to go get it. You know, that you can't be sitting around wasting valuable seconds. Remember, that's 86,400 seconds in a day. You got to hold yourself accountable. It's going to take courage to pursue success and it's going to cost you. One of the another reason that people don't get where they're going is because they're not willing to pay the price. They want all of the prizes. They want all of the promises. They they want all of the things that they see other people have, but they don't want to pay the price. They want to be able to sit up in their mind and say, this is what I want. And there'll be some door that opens and they walk through and they grab it And they don't realize that there's a process that precedes that prize. There's a process that precedes that promise. There's always going to be a need to endure the process before you obtain the prize. You don't get to have the prize without first going through the process. You are going to have to pay the price. You're going to have to take every single day. And make it a focus and a commitment to walk the race. It, it, this is this isn't about showing up and in, in 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 winning in a moment. This is about having a consistent commitment to show up every day. A consistent commitment to practice and hone your skills. here's here's another thing. We live in a world where it's about immediate gratification. It's about the sugar rush that you get for trying something new and exciting. So what people do is they start something new and excited. They're excited about it for the first month, two months or whatever. And then they realize that it's hard work. They realize that you got to put some energy and effort in it. So they never master it. They go to the next hot thing that's exciting and they get that sugar rush. They get It's a rush of dopamine, actually, but you get that sugar rush that, whoo, you get you, you're so excited about it. But what happens is at some point in time, the honeymoon phase of the new endeavor is over and now it's time to put in the work and now you got to get down and there's some difficulty that's some delay that's some disappointment that's some frustration there's some doubt that creeps in and now all of a sudden it's not fun anymore so now what you look for the new thing you got so many people that have started over a bunch of different. it's not how many things you do it's how many things you finish so don't get me wrong i'm not saying stay do one thing and stay with it for the rest of your life i'm saying when you start something finish that and then start something else I've done a bunch of things that I'm excited about, that I'm proud about, that 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 have left that that I have ensured that I've left a mark in this world. If I die today, I've left my mark. But I guarantee you, it's because I finish things when I start them. Even when they get bogged down, even when they get clogged down, even when they seem like nothing's going the way you want it to go, even when it's something real pretty sitting over there on, on the shelf that everybody's talking about doing and you're over here bogged down and, and it's not glamorous and it's it's not produ- producing any shine and, and nobody's talking about it anymore and yet I'm still in it. Why? Because I committed to it and that's a level of mastery that comes with staying with it and beating on it and beating on it and beating on it. You don't beat your craft enough until you master it. I've mastered the things that I do that help people change their life. I have become a foremost expert in a bunch of the things I do. I am a person that people who work with other people call to get advice because I master. My craft. I beat on it when nobody knew I was doing it, when it wasn't anything to shine and advertise, when it was nothing to post about. I was reading, I was studying, I was working under mentors, I was doing the things that would advance me and put me in a situation where I could become a leading voice and a leading force in helping people change their lives. And then came the books and then came the courses and then came all the other. But I was beating on it while everybody else was jumping from thing to thing. I was beating, beating on my craft, beating on my craft, beating on my How can I master this? How can I get better at this? What can I add to it? How can I do this? What if this comes up? What if that's come? I'm doing none of that stuff is exciting in the sense of, man, people are looking like man, he's over there reading a book. He's over there taking a course. He's over there studying Nothing. Nobody is going to be excited about that for you, but you but you got to beat on your craft. Then when you kill it, then you can sit up and say, OK, what's next? But you got to do that. You've got to master it. Another thing that I want to leave with you, regardless to where you're at right now, this isn't the end of your story. Regardless of where you are right now, this is not how your story ends. If you're still breathing, you're still in the fight. If you're still breathing, there's still work to be done. If you're still breathing, there's still opportunities. If you're still breathing, you can go out there. This is not the end of the story. The question is, are you going to write something different than you've been writing? Here's the thing. Are you going to write a new chapter? Or are you going to keep reliving the old chapter and getting the same results? That's like having a book and this whole book is out there with all this new information, but you keep going over chapter one. And let me explain you what I mean by that. The beautiful thing is in this is that while your brain is keeping score of everything that's happened to you in the past, how you've been mistreated, how you've been handled. There's some of you out there that have gone through some unbelievably tragic things. You have you have been abused and molested as a child. You have been abandoned as a child. You have lived in extreme poverty. You have you have suffered divorce. That's a bunch of things in your past, and your brain has been keeping up with it. This happened to you, that happened to you, and your brain's keeping up. If you're not careful, you, you will focus on the negative things that the brain has kept score of, and you won't notice the positive. But the beautiful thing about the spirit is the spirit isn't keeping score of the past. The spirit is simply waking up every and ask you, what is your command for today? What is your command for tomorrow? What do you want out of the future? Now, the thing is, when you when your when your spirit asks you what's the command for today in the morning time, or what's the command for the week, or what's the command for the month? You can't consult your past or regurgitate or repeat. the the score sheet that the brain has kept, you've got to put that down and look out in front of you and say, this is what I want for my future. This is what I want to have. This is what I'm seeking. I'm not going to keep reliving the past. I'm going to write a new story. I'm going to write a new chapter. I'm going to live a new and better life. You've got to tell the spirit and the spirit will seep into the soul and tell the soul and the soul will seek it out. In this instance, we're talking about the soul as the seat of your existence, your subconscious. But you've got to stop consulting the brain because the brain is just a machine. It's keeping score. It's doing all this. It, it, it doesn't care what which is which. It's just keeping it. You determine what you're going to focus on. Are you going to focus on all the things that went wrong in the past? Or are you going to sit up and say, I have a chance to write a new future? The, the choice is yours. What are you going to do? Are you going to write a new future? Or are you going to sit there? And get caught up in what's gone wrong in the past. Let me tell you something. I was born to a 15-year-old mother who wasn't prepared to parent me. A 21-year-old dad that I never met, first time I saw him, was in a uh, at his funeral. That's how my life started. When my grandparents got me at nine months old, I was malnutrition. I couldn't keep anything down. I, I, I almost took a permanent hub at Ben Taub's emergency room as a nine month old. Because my, my body wasn't ready to take down solid food at nine months old. But those same great grandparents that came and rescued me from that situation adopted me at two years old, but still hadn't met my father. I mean, I was 14 years old old, when my father passed away. And there were numerous times that my grandmother and his mother got together and set up times for me to meet him, and he never showed. So when they lowered that cast into the ground when I was 14 years old, they lowered every hope. I would ever have of knowing who I was based on who he was. But let me tell you something, that wasn't the end of the story. I had a choice. I could bury myself in anger. I could bury myself in hatred. I could bury myself in a lack of self-work and a lack of self-esteem. You know, because that was a time I was asking the question, what's wrong with me? Why does he what doesn't why doesn't he want to deal with me? What and the problem was it wasn't me. But I had to learn that it had nothing to do with me. I was I had nothing but poverty around. My grandparents did pretty well, but the area we lived in was poverty stricken. I saw death. I saw hunger. I saw a bunch of things that could have easily shaped my idea of what life was about. But that was something about me that decided to dream. What am I trying to get you to understand? You get a chance to write a story. And and, and and no matter where you're at now, there's a new chapter. Thank God I decided to write a new chapter. And what I went through as a child did not shape the course of my entire life. Now, it prepared me. It gave me a testimony. It gave me something from which people can have a point of reference. But what I'm telling you is I didn't end up where I started. You have the same ability to change your trajectory no matter where you are right now. Finally, a lot of people are operating from fear. And when I first realized that, I was like, man, it's the fear of failure. And what I realized is while there was a fear of failure, that wasn't the greatest fear. While there was a fear of falling, that wasn't the greatest fear. You know what I found out the greatest fear is? The greatest fear is the fear that you will never take flight that you will live your entire life and no one will ever see the light and the shine and the breath the breath of your uh, 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 of your greatness that you will live your life and you will have simply existed but the thing is you don't know where to get started you get started by taking the first step by waking up and saying i am what i choose to become and then you got to decide what it is you want to be. And then you got to stretch out. And the beautiful thing about some of the greatest points of your happiness are going to be simply the progressive moves you make towards being something different. Progress is the source of your happiness. When you look up and say, Man, I'm not what I was yesterday. That that's feeling, man. I'm telling you, that's nothing like waking up knowing I'm not gonna be the person I was yesterday when I end this day. There's something about that. No, I'm growing every day, I'm not. If I'm still breathing next year, I will not be the same person I am right now. I'm going to be better. And I'm going to be better intentionally by choosing where and how I'm going to go. I'm trying to get you to understand that you're not stuck where you're at. Get out of chapter one write chapter two. After you get chapter two written, you're going to learn some lessons in living out that chapter you've written, and then it's going to let you write a better chapter the next time you're going somewhere. It's in the revolution of how you see yourself that self-confidence is built. Because you're changing your self-image, your self-concept, the way you see yourself in the world, the way you see the world engaging and, 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 and infect, affecting you. And it's in that you get self-esteem and self-confidence. But you got to go out and you got to establish, I am what I become. I am what I choose to become. I am what I choose to become. I am what I choose to become not what someone tells me I am, not what someone sees in me themselves, not how someone else defines me. I am what I choose to become. On that note, look, it's time for you to make that change. Make today the day that you change it. For those of you who want a chance to work with me, the link is in the description box. Uh, I would love to work with you in a program called a uh, 30 day holistic transformation. It's, Four weeks of working with yours truly to develop a specialized program to develop habits that are conducive to success. In 30 days, you can build habits and you can replace old bad habits. That's what this program about is transforming your habitual behavior. For those of you who aren't, there's another link in the box that will take you to some additional resources—some free, some paid. Uh, But find you a resource, whether it's paid, whether it's free. Find you a resource and take an action today. Commit to taking an action today. I would love to work with some of you. If you're really truly committed, this is a way to work with me in a short period of time. My best work is done in long programs. My best packages are from 12 weeks up to a year. Uh, Those are the clients I work with primarily in one-on-one, but this allows an individual to get hunkered in and anchored in proper behavioral shifting and changing. And some as well as some paradigm shifts. So in that instance, look, if you're serious about it, you can do that. But whatever you do, you need to find a resource and take an action today. That's something you got to commit to yourself because look, what George Bernard Shaw, Shaw said, those who get on in this world are the people who wake up and go out and find the circumstances and the opportunities they need. If those opportunities and circumstances don't exist, they create them. It's that simple. There is no perfect timing. There is no perfect opportunity. You're going to have to go out. You're going to have to make some decisions. You're going to have to invest in yourself and you're going to have to start moving every day that you waste. That's eighty six thousand four hundred seconds that you never get back. On that note, I'm out of here. You guys have an unbelievable day.